we are back with the with the 142nd edition of the quarantine cast. Um, once again, if you haven't yet, be sure to check us out at fighterpath.com. And I'm really excited for this one. I have a, a new guest. Usually I have at this point, I'm having repeat guests. I'm having someone new on this time. It's UFC featherweight, the native psycho Jordan Griffin. So without further ado, here he is. Hey man, how's it going? I'm good. And yourself? Not too bad. Uh, so first things first, I mean, the world is crazy right now. Like even a year ago, if people had said like this was going to happen, uh, no one would believe it. So how have you been throughout the pandemic and how have you been holding up? Uh, I've been all right. Uh, I mean, things are coming together and I'm, I'm happy. I'm like training more regularly. There was when it first happened, there were some months I wasn't training at all. And because uh, the gym had shut down. So we were all just trying to figure it out, you know. Do you think that's like an advantage? Because obviously you're at a big gym there with Rufus Sport. Um, I know I'm I'm up in Canada, so our gyms here are, are shut down unless you know a training partner's got a fight, in which case you're allowed to train. But I'd have to imagine being at a big gym like that with guys who are constantly fighting. That's that's had to be an advantage for you. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's nice. Um, I definitely think this is kind of like the make it or break it for a lot of people right now. You either you know you're either fighting through the pandemic or you know, or you're you're sitting on the couch right now and you're you're talking about how you're gonna make your comeback, you know, in, in maybe another year. <laughs> so, um, I feel like this is the time when, when a lot of guys are really, you know, they're gonna shine or or they're gonna fall through the cracks. So I'm hoping I'm I'm just moving the plan is just move on up. So. Yeah, for I mean, for you, you you got one fight in since everything opened back up. Um how how was training throughout the entire thing? I know you said you had some months off, but does that kind of play a play a factor in taking this fight? I mean, obviously things aren't ideal, but they aren't ideal for anybody. Um, so was there any hesitation to take this fight? No, no, I've been looking for a fight. I just think I just had to change a lot of stuff up. And um, yeah, I think uh, the pandemic's really, again, it's just had its its hardships on everybody, um, including myself outside of the cage. But, you know, I'm feeling positive and I feel really good going into this next fight. I've been training and sparring a lot more and I changed a couple things up and uh, it's just about making weight and showing up, showing up to bang. I don't know if you want to go in a whole uh, lot of detail there, but you said you, you changed some things up. What exactly was changed up? Is that something you're willing to touch on or? Yeah, you know what? I I got all these belts, man. I look at that. I was king of the cage belt. What was king of the cage was I think that was uh, something North Dakota fighting championships and ROC. And I defended the king of the cage one like four times. Uh, but when I, I was just going, I was just sparring all the time. Uh, I was training a lot. I was going, you know, five rounds, more more than five rounds, but, you know, fighting like, you know, 30, 35 minutes. Um, so, or sparring 30, 35 minutes. So I've been trying to spar as much as I can. Um, you know, you don't, there's only so much sparring you really can do and you don't want to get hurt during training or anything but i've been really smart about it changed up my style a little bit as far as like my t you know takedowns and other little things here and there um and it feels a lot better you know because before i was like man i'm getting too old for this this and that and I, it's not even that i was getting too old it's just that i'm older and uh i can't fight like when i was 18 yeah <laughs> you know when i was 18 or 20 you know i can't pick dudes up and I probably still could pick a dude, some dudes up and slam them on their heads, you know, but I can't do it over and over and over again like I used to be able to. So um, it's really finding that way. I, I found this new style. It's, I didn't find it. Duke and them 
have been showing us all new stuff and I've adapted it into my game and I really like it. So I want to talk about those belts because I mean, you've, you've competed for several organizations on route to the UFC outside of the UFC. Was there an organization where you're like, that's probably where I had the most fun in my career? Yeah. Oh, the King of the cage, King of the cage is the oldest organization and you know, of MMA. And I had a lot of fun with the staff there. Um, everybody there is so nice. And um, it was always fun to see them, you know, everyone from the camera, you know, camera guys to, you know, the guy setting up the cage even. Like, I had fun. I, I offered to break the cage down afterwards and stuff, you know, and I'd be like, just so they can get out earlier so we could all go, you know, go party it up. So um, I had a lot of fun with those guys. It was always on re reservation, on a reservation. And um, yeah, that that's like second family right there. So King of the Cage. What's up, King of the Cage? I, I love it. And you, you did talk about uh, competing on a reservation. I'm sure that meant a lot to you. Um, and I'm sure being able to represent the fact that you're native um, means the world to you. So can, can you touch a little bit on on how how much it means to you to to be able to be one of the few athletes who are native in the UFC? Uh, you know, it, it's absolutely amazing. And uh, I, if you would have asked me, you know, how I would have thought things were going to go, you know, 10 years ago for me, uh, I to be honest, I don't think I would have even told you I'd be be here at this spot at this point in my life. Uh, I don't think I would have told you uh, told you that I had any of those belts or anything, dude. I was I was one in three sleeping on couches and uh, on the east side of Milwaukee, and uh, <laughs> and I was kind of like down on my luck. And uh, but I turned things around, and you know I'm one in three in the UFC right now, and I'm, I kind of I really do feel it. I feel like I'm back I'm back on that couch on the east side, and I'm like you know what like I have more to show people, so <laughs> so I can't wait. Well, if things go the way they did, I mean, you started your your MMA debut one and three, but you went on and won seven consecutive fights. So hopefully, uh, you know, deja vu comes back and uh, and you go on a seven fight win streak. When you start your career one and three, I mean, you have to start wondering if this sport is really for you. Were there any doubts that maybe you know what this sport may not be for me? You know, one and three. You know, if I ever want to make it to the UFC, they're going to look at that. Um, <laughs> And how did you overcome that? You know what? There, it's so weird. I always felt like, like I was meant to do some kind of professional sport. Like I was super into basketball, and I did whatever. And then I stopped growing. I, I like I for like in like fourth grade, I was like I went from like four eleven to five five ten in fourth grade. So like I I don't know how I just fucking grew. And I started doing a bunch of basketball and competing, and did AAU. And I was like I'm gonna go to college for basketball and. And then I stopped growing, so I was like, "Fuck!" Like that went under. And then I started skating, and I compete, uh, competed in skateboarding uh, for a little bit. You know, on the local scene, I, I competed at like a do tour that came to Milwaukee. To you know, it was like you win and you go out here and this that. And um, I just kept getting hurt there. And then, uh, but I've always been very like physically active. And when I found out about wrestling, um, my buddies they were always like, "Oh, you should wrestle! You should wrestle!" So I tried wrestling out. And then uh, after I, I only wrestled my senior year and then basically they were like, I was like, what the hell do you do? You know, I'm about to graduate from high school. I don't really know what else next. And uh, somebody was like, hey, you should try MMA out. It's like wrestling, but you can punch people in the face. And, I, and you know, and I always just like that. Like if I didn't do MMA, I'd probably, I would have gotten in so much other stuff as far as trouble. I would have probably, I already know it. Cause that's just how I used to be. <laughs> like I was just 
somehow figured I'm into something because I'm trying to make some money or do something. So um, MMA's really saved me. And uh, I, I honestly, I don't think even when I was one and three, I was five and two before that as an amateur. And I kind of always just felt like, dude, I'm better than all these dudes out here. You know what I mean? I always felt like I, I'm better than this, you know, and um, I think I realized that I stopped drinking. Um, I stopped partying all the time with my, fr you know, I had friends that like to party every week and I stopped doing all that stuff. And uh, it was just, dude, I, I'm just on a goal. I had a goal and um, I got really lucky and I caught like every opportunity. I like opportunities I didn't even expect. I just find them. It's like God knew. <laughs> and I get a call literally sitting on my couch. I got evicted from my house and uh, sitting on my couch and somebody called me randomly and I pick up the phone. And I'm like, dude, I was like crying. I was like, you know, I was like fucking like I was getting evicted. And this guy's like, hey, you know, we need a fight. We want you to come fight on Bad River, blah, blah, blah. I said, what? I was like, Bad River's my tribe. He said, are you fucking kidding me? You're from here? I said, yeah, my grandmother's from there. And I, I've been going up there every year since I was, you know, whatever, however years old. So I get up there and the guy's like, He's like, oh, yeah, take it easy on this guy, blah, blah. He has a family, blah, blah. I didn't know I was fighting my cousin. And so I ended up fighting my cousin who was like, a, you know, at least a decade older than me, I think. And uh, I went in there and I, I fucked him up. And then uh, <laughs> and then I, uh, you know, I don't know, I apologized after and we all we all went out and got fucked up. So what was uh, what was your next family get together like? I'm sure that family gathering would have been very awkward. Right. Uh, no, I've seen everybody since then. I mean, it was it's is all right. I haven't seen him actually, but I've seen everybody else up there, you know. So <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of come full circle now because not only are you competing for UFC, you actually get to be one of the few people that get to compete on a ABC. How much does that mean to you? And is that something that you really care about? I know a lot of guys are like, I don't care. I can fight in front of four people. Doesn't really make much of a difference, but it has to mean something that you get to compete uh, on ABC. You know what? I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm overjoyed that I get to fight for ABC. I, I think I fought on one of the last UFC Fox uh, cards. Then I, I, so I've made it through a couple of what the Fox, I fought for Fox. I fought for uh, what ESPN and then now it's ABC. So it's just kind of like, you know, that's cool. It's all about opportunities. And, you know, I, 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 my mom said it best. She goes, you need to bring back the old, the old, uh, they used to call me Nate, uh, Psycho Hammer. Uh, you, you'd rip a guy's head off for two hundred dollars. You know, like what the hell are you doing now? <laughs> you know, and I was like, damn, she's right. You know, so I get got back in there and changed things around. And um, I feel like even though I'm one and three, I've progressively gotten better. Or I feel better about my performance because um, they were decision losses. You know, what I mean, what Dan Ige is killing the division right. now. And look like he couldn't finish me. And I I think I did really good against him. You know, so it's just like, I don't know how the hell he got a fucking unanimous decision. But <laughs> but I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. But he's still killing people. And I feel like once I really get things rolling and I get a, a couple wins in a row, um, I'll, I'll be right up there with him. So. Yeah, I mean, the Dan Ige fight was, was very competitive. And Yusef Zalal, very competitive. I mean, you've been getting nothing but killers uh in your in your four ufc fights that being said what's your thoughts on luis saldana oh luis saldana man he me and him are, we're cut from the same cloth what is he he's 30 30 31 you know what i mean look at his record 14 and 6 you know and i can't that's not even me talking shit 
look, you know, look at his record. He's 14 and six. He's hungry. He's going to come out. He's going to come fit. He's going to come out. He's going to try to rip my head off. But that's what he, you know, unfortunately for him, that's what I try to do to everybody. You know what I mean? So it's going to be who lands first. If he gives me that neck, I'm I'm going to choke the fuck out of him. You know what I mean? And if, and if he doesn't, he wants to swing, then we can swing. Um, I think Yusuf Salal really pumped a lot of, uh, how do you say that? Like, he really got me excited about striking again. And after that fight, because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a striker. Like, you see some of my fights, like, you're like, okay, I like to swing. But when I went with him, I was like, damn, you know, like, I really, it was either, well, I had to cut weight twice too. That was kind of a problem. But excuses besides that, you know, like there, there are no excuses. And I was like, I should go back. So I went back to Rufus Sport. I started going to all of the kickboxing classes. Um, and I really started studying kickboxing again. And it's really transferred everything over into my MMA game altogether. And, um, you know, so I, thanks a lot. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about Rufu Sport because obviously one of the um, the elite gyms in all of MMA. You got that mastermind there in Duke Rufus, but you've also got elite training partners. Guy I'm close with, Rafion Stotts, you yeah. know the Pettis brothers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How how significant have they been for your career? Oh man, it's it's been huge, and I always tell them like I'm a, a I'm the product of 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 constant like like I'm like I you I'm the proof. I was one in three and I went and got my ass beat by Anthony every day for like years. <laughs> and I, I came out on top, you know what I mean? So like, uh, I'd like to, you know, I'm, I'm the product of, of what the Pettis brothers teach and what Duke Rufus teaches. And, um, I like, you know, I like, I'm always learning something from those guys. So yeah, it, it's it's definitely paid off and being around and their their influence on everybody in the gym is is massive. So I want to ask, uh, I can't go without asking. I mean, another product of Rufus Sport is boxing uh, in, in a couple months here uh, when Ben Askren boxes Jake Paul. As someone who's who's seen him train, uh, um, maybe not as much recently, but as someone who's seen him train in the past, what's your thoughts on on both him and boxing and people writing him off? Man, I don't know. I I keep telling people I'm gonna put money on Ben. To be honest, you got to think Ben spent. Ben's a champion. <laughs> you know, yeah. couple losses that he had the two what two in his career. He went so long without being defeated, and he's a mul in a multiple organizations. He's been a champion. He's a one FC champion. He's a Bellator champion. Uh, he he went to the UFC. It's just like that dude is so competitive. He's an Olympian. Uh, that dude just he he can't. He's gonna go out there and maybe he'll get he'll get clubbed up a couple times, but he's gonna dish it. He's gonna dish it out just as good as he gets it. So. Um, I really wouldn't count him out, and I think it's a huge payday for anybody that's putting out a lot of money on Ben Askren. So, yeah, I, I I'm surprised that he's like the like everyone seems to be writing him off, and I'm like I understand it's boxing, but man, the guy's been competing since he was a kid, and uh, you know when you have that sort of mentality, it's different. You know, Jake Paul's never had the adversity in, inside of a cage, as far as I know. So it's, it's interesting. Tried to fight anybody in MMA, to be honest. You know, like he he that because that dude's I guess a wrestler too. So I'm kind of surprised he hasn't tried to like fight anybody or at least call Ben Askren out for an MMA fight and like have that in the UFC or have that somewhere. Like I think that would have been 
something that I would have liked to watch, you know, but he wants to, he thinks he's playing to Ben's weaknesses. Hey, Ben won all those fight or won all those fights against strikers and everything and didn't get banged up in any of those fights. Why? Because his, his boxing, his striking defense is, is actually really good. Yeah. So it's just kind of like. Beat Douglas Lima. Like, yeah, like, you know, looking back, that's crazy. That's ridiculous to think of now. So, uh, you know, it's an interesting fight for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, Lima and the Lima brothers, they're like known for striking. You know what I yeah. mean? And he beat Lima twice? I'm not sure about twice. I think, I know he beat him. Was it um, I'm not sure. Still, he did it. He did it in good fashion, so. All right, I'll ask you a couple more questions and I'll let you go. There's a big uh, title fight in your in your division coming up, and I couldn't go without asking you your prediction for that one. Uh, Brian Ortega versus Alexander uh, Volkanovsky. Who do you have winning that fight? Uh, Ortega. I think Ortega. I, I think that Alex dude, I think he lost. He lost when he fought uh, when he fought Holloway. He lost that fight. You know, I don't know what fight they were watching. <laughs> but I think he lost that fight. And yeah, I think Ortega, Ortega and Holloway's fight was pretty good. It's just like that fast pace, um, that boxing, the defense, and Ortega's a jujitsu guy too. And I think that's just the wrestler's kryptonite, you know, jujitsu. Jiu so I feel like with the striking and if, if Ortega can put it together all the right way, we got a new champion. So. All right. And then we'll end on this. I mean, you've got a big fight coming up. What can people expect uh, on your return? Oh, man. The same answer I have for every fight. Expect a lot of swinging and expect a lot of blood and. Ex expect just ex expect a, a a very exciting fight so that's all that's all i really like i just need to get hit a couple times and then i, I usually like you know go do my thing <laughs> but i think you know with my cardio this game with this time around and with sparring more um just an expected exciting fight fight of the night for sure and uh that that's one reason why i was like man i really want this fight actually because this dude's gonna bang with me and uh it's gonna come out it's gonna be an exciting fight one of us are gonna drop you know and uh it's for sure gonna be him so <laughs> all right man well thanks again for the time i appreciate it and i know it's uh, four weeks away so uh all the best man best of luck with uh cutting weight best of luck with the fight and uh hopefully you don't catch anything because people seem to be uh catching stuff left right and center right now i would man oh my god yeah that's i i like got a little cold a couple weeks ago and i was like god damn it so i started loading up on the vitamin c and shit and i feel good feel good again so i'm like oh my god but all right all right man well uh thanks again for the time and uh i'll be rooting for you on uh april 10th awesome i'll see you man bye all right man there we go uh jordan griffin so be sure to uh, tune in for his fight on april 10th he's fighting luis saldana been a fan of his for a little while now. I'm glad I was able to uh, work out a time with him. And uh, yeah, if you guys haven't yet, be sure to like, there it is, like, comment, and subscribe. And I will see you guys next time.